0: Today, I'm glad to share with you God's Word and uh, the message that the Lord put in my heart. Israel is rejected by many, yet loved by God. And it's referring to the experience of life that King David had. So this morning, we will be reading the text that has to do when Samuel was sent by the Lord to go in the house of uh, Jesse, that was the father of David. To anointing the new king of Israel. For those who are familiar with the text. Maybe will remember. Those who are not. I will explain to you that King Saul was the king. That the people of Israel wanted to have. But King Saul departed from God. And because he was stubborn and rebellious. God decided to remove him from the kingdom. And give to the people of Israel another king. According to his own heart. And we will see how though in that particular occasion, it was put aside by the parents, by the brothers, David, and God's plan was this king. So let's read together. uh, And I encourage you to open your Bible, read on the screen. We'll be reading from 1st Samuel, chapter 16, from verse 6 to 13. Before we read, let's pray. Father, we thank you this morning for your presence. We thank you for your goodness in our lives. And Father, as we approach your word, I pray that your Holy Spirit will give us understanding, helping me, O Lord, to to share what is necessary to say in this passage. So I thank you for this, O Lord, and I pray that you bless our hearts. In Jesus' name, Amen. So we read it from 1 Samuel chapter 16 from verse 6. When they came, he looked on Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on his appearance or on the height of his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as a man sees. Man looks at the hot appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made the Shammah pass by, and he said, Neither has the Lord chosen this one. And Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. And Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen this. Then Samuel said to Jesse, Are all your sons here? And he said, There remains yet the youngest, but behold, he is keeping the sheep. And Samuel said to Jesse, Send and get him, for we will not sit down till he comes here. And he sent and brought him in. Now he was already and had beautiful eyes and was handsome. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the Spirit of the Lord rushed upon David from that day forward. And Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. May the Lord continue to bless his word into our hearts. As you can see, this was a very pivotal moment in the life of David. And uh, though he experienced uh, some kind of negative moments in this episode, We can see how God bless him through his own life. And we are talking about rejection this morning. Let me tell you something. Everyone sooner or later will experience a rejection in life. It's not if we will experience, but when we will experience rejection. Could be in the romantic area and the love. Could be also rejection, feelings at work. Even experience that we may have. In an environment such as this, like a church, we may feel rejected. And rejection by other people really hurts. And sometimes cripples people and stop them to become what God wants them to become. And that's why it's so important that we trust God, like David did in his own life, and we can remove the feeling from our hearts and being ready to embrace the destiny that God has prepared for us. As we look in the Bible, we see that many great men and women of God has been touched by rejection. Noah was rejected by many for many, many years. You remember, it took 120 years to build the ark. And most of those years, he was mocked. It was rejected by others because they didn't understand what Noah was doing. And the Bible says that Noah was a a preacher of righteousness. And because of that, and because he preached repentance, he was rejected by the many. And what about Leah, a woman that was one of the most important women in the Bible because from her comes the descendants of uh, the nation of Israel. Leah was the first wife of Jacob. Remember, Jacob loved Rachel. But Laban, the father of Leah and Rachel give Leah as a first wife so he can work another seven years under him. And Leah always felt rejected by Jacob because he was not giving the love that he was willing to give to Rachel. Nevertheless, Leah was blessed. And what about Joseph? Remember Joseph? He was rejected by his own brothers. Not enough. He was rejected while he was doing his duty in the house of Potiphar. The rejection happened again in prison where he was a jail for different years. Other people, like Moses, experienced rejection. Rejection by his own. And what about Anna, the mother of Samuel? She felt rejected because she was barren and couldn't bear children to her own husband. What about Elijah? Elisha, Jeremiah, the list will continue on until Jesus. He was rejected among his own family. His own brothers and sisters didn't believe in him. He was rejected and betrayed by his own nation. But most important, it was even rejected by his own disciples that were willing to betray him to save their own life. As you can see, rejection is very common even in the Bible. But let me tell you something. Many people experience rejection. But we were created to be loved, accepted. We were created to be appreciated by others. And rejection is an antichrist. Spirit that comes because rejection starves a person from love, acceptance, and significance. That's the reality. But if we keep our eyes on Jesus, we will be saved by that plan. Because the plan of David is to steal from us. The plan of Jesus is to bless us. I came to give you life and life in abundance. Praise the Lord for this. Praise God for the generosity and the plan of salvation that God has given to us through His Son, Jesus Christ. So this morning, through the life of David, we'll be looking to some of the most important episodes of his life. We will meditate on the importance of trusting God and not the words of rejection that are given to us by the enemy. So the first thing that I want to bring to your attention is that rejection is tough at any age. You know, sometimes we think that rejection will be harmful for us, maybe when we are younger, when we are children, or either when we will be adults. But every single age can be touched by feeling a rejection. And sometimes if you are rejected or experience a rejection in the early years of your life, that impact the rest of your own life. This last week, I was talking with somebody, and uh, I realized how his life was damaged because of feeling of rejection that took place in his life. You see, when we look at David, he was rejected already since he was a young kid. And especially now in this episode that we read before, rejection happened on his calling. David's old brothers treated him with insignificance. They treated him as a secondary child. Even his own father dismissed him to be a shepherd. Now, in those days, being a shepherd was not really an high-class job. Almost uh, the slaves were designed to be a sheep tender. Because it was a very common work and it was a very difficult job. The most humble people were shepherds. Do you remember that even when Jesus was born, the first news was given to who? To the shepherds. Why? Because they were the most low class and God took glory from the humble people. At the same time, David, that day when Samuel arrived, To Bethlehem, he was shepherding the flock of his father. You know, when the prophet was coming in town, it was a big news. It was a tremendous news. Because the prophet could bring a good news or can bring judgment on the people of the city. So the people were scared that Samuel was going there to proclaim judgment on the people of Bethlehem. But Samuel, as we heard before was going there because God told him to anoint a new king in the household of Jesse. And when he saw Eliab, that was the first son, he was an handsome man. And he thought, oh, this will be the new king. And you know why? Because King Saul was a, an handsome man too. He was an amazing warrior. He was an amazing man of uh, strength and power. So, Eliab was a tall man, a very strong man, and Samuel thought he is the man to be the new king. But God says he's not the man because God is not like a man, he doesn't see the appearance, he sees the heart. So, Eliab was put aside. And then the other son, and the other son. For seven times, Samuel had all the children of Jesse passing before him. And at the end, he was disappointed. God, did I understood correctly? Did you send me here? And the only possible answer to that question was asking Jesse, do you have any other sons? And just almost disappointed. Say, yeah, we have another one. But it's the youngest. It's going in the field to tend the flock. Bring him in, says Samuel. Because I will not sit down until he's not in my presence. And you see, what people despise, God starts to honor. While I was uh, reading this text and I consulted different uh, commentaries on this passage. I discovered that, according to the Jewish tradition, David, though he was a legitimate son, was considered an illegitimate son of the father. It's a long story, and I will lose you if I will tell all the details. That's why he was treated like a slave. In order to tend to the sheep, he was put aside. He was not honored. He was not even sit at the table. It was given a corner in the room where people were eating and despised. He was sent to shepherd this flock in places very dangerous, where David found and met lions, bears. But you see, God trained David through that. I believe that in those moments David trusted God more than his own father and mother. And if we will read in Psalm 69, verse 8, David speaks about his life, most probably during those times, David mentioned these words, I have become a stranger to my brothers, an alien to my mother's sons. He felt rejection in his own life. David was unjustly rejected again, by his own brothers because of his courage. We are not sure how many years passed by from that episode of the anointing of David as the new king of Israel. And when David went to find his own brother in the valley of Hila, where Israel was facing the battle with the Philistines. Remember this story is narrated in 1 Samuel 17, when David challenged The giant Goliath. When David was commanded by Jesse's father to go and bring some food to his own brothers that were in the battlefield. By the way, in those times, if you were called to the battle, you were supposed to bring your own food and resources. That's the way that was working. So Jesse the father was making sure that all his children were well. So he ordered David to bring some uh, lots of bread and some cheese. But when Eliab saw David, he started to insult him. He was outraged by the visit of David. Why you came here? Who is taking care of the sheep of our father? Eliab Put on David all the rage that he had for his own rejection. And you know, when you are dealing with people that suffer with hurts of rejection, they will be the first one to try to reject you. That's what happened to Eliab. David's old brother was upset very much with him. You see, Eliab couldn't stand David. Because he felt that David stolen from him the throne of Israel. But as we read, it was God that he didn't see in Eliab, the heart that he was looking for. And sometimes my brothers and sisters, I'm learning something through this passage. We don't have what we want. Not because God doesn't want to give it to us. But because we don't have the heart ready to serve in the capacity that he wants us to serve him. And because we don't understand that, we blame God and we blame other people around us. But God is looking the heart. is looking to each one of us and see if we have a heart that is ready to follow God. David heard the threat that this man, Goliath, sent against the God of Israel. Against the army of Israel. And he was indignated and he said, I will go to fight this man. David was not stopped by the feeling of rejection. He saw the need because he acted upon what he knew about God. And when Saul was trying to give him the armor that he had, David said, I cannot wear it. David learned that you cannot battle the battle of the Lord with other people's weapons. You need to use what God has given to you. And David fought the battle with Goliath with a slingshot. Why he did that? Because he trusted God. And he say, you come to me with your own weapon, with sword. But I come to you in the name of the Lord. David put his trust in God. And this helped him to defeat this great man. David also was rejected when he was on the run from King Saul. And Saul would try to kill David many times. So David was on the run. And uh, he did something that was unthinkable. Few years after defeating the arm of the Philistines, he went in the city of Gath, And there, with his own men, he became the special bodyguard, That was protecting the king of the Philistines, Achish. And when Achish planned to go in the battle with Israel, he asked David to go and follow him battling against the people of Israel. Can you imagine that was the lowest moment of King David? He was ready to battle against his own people. But even in that situation, when he thought that this was the best solution, he experienced rejection. Let me tell you something. Rejection is not solved by running away from God. How many times we hear stories? Oh, I was disappointed with church people, so I will not continue to attend the church anymore. Oh, I had this very deep wound in my heart, so I will not be part of this anymore. And we create an atmosphere where the enemy can come and steal from us the blessing that God wants to give us. But you know, even there, God showed grace and compassion to King David. Because the other commander that were under the orders of Achish, they say, we don't want David. Because who knows what they will do. is behind us. If we go to the battle in the front... He will come and will battle us from the back. We don't trust Him. We read in 1st Samuel chapter 29 verse 9. And Achish, answered David and said, I know that you are as blameless in my sight as an angel of God. Nevertheless, the commanders of the Philistines have said, He shall not go up with us to the battle. David experienced many other times rejection. In his own family, because of his own conduct. But why rejection is so important to be defeated in our lives? Because rejection, and this is my second point, may build up strongholds in our hearts. One rejection after another, if it is not dealt with, will become a stronghold in our hearts. You see, physically, lack of of appreciation and acceptance and sense of belonging can cause us physical pain. When you experience a feeling of rejection, you are experiencing physical pain. I remember years ago um, reading an article where this researcher, Matt Lieberman from the University of California, Los Angeles, the title of this uh, Articles when why rejection hurts a common neural alarm system for physical and social pain. Uh, It was part of the study that was published. They scanned the brain when people were experiencing rejection or feeling a rejection. And they discover that one part of the brain was lighting up when people were feeling rejection. At the same time, they use another Group of people and they let them experience a the physical pain. At the moment that they experienced a the physical pain, the same part of the brain was lighting up again on the scan. So clearly, the conclusion that they made is that feeling rejection can cause the same action in our brain that we feel when we have a physical pain. Rejection is such a powerful emotion. That can be compared to physical pain. And those who follow rejection are so worried about what others think about themselves. That they cannot function in a proper way. And they forget to think what God thinks about them. And more you allow rejection to harbor in your heart more difficult it will be to live in the strength, and the joy that God wants us to experience. That's why it's so important that we examine the life of David. When thoughts of rejection came in his life, he trusted God. He didn't allow those thoughts to consume him and stop to think that God was with him in all of this. From the moment that... David was anointed as a king. To the moment that he became the king of Israel. You know, that passes different years. Almost 20 years. Can you imagine being rejected in all this time? While you know that God has called you to be the new king of Israel. He could easily say, God, where are your promises? Why this happened to me, you God? But he kept in trusting God in the moment that he felt rejected. And my encouragement to you as a David is to trust God in every moment. And if you are experiencing the feeling to be put it down, to be cut it off, put your trust in God. Don't lose focus on what God wants you to be. Satan used her hurts to remove what God was willing to give to each one of us. He's stealing from us the love of God. And uh, if we don't feel loved by somebody, if we don't feel appreciated by somebody, we cannot accomplish the work of faith that God has given to us. Remember this, man can despise you, but God, I'm feeling love. Will never cease to embrace you. That's the truth that we have from the Bible. Praise God for the freedom that we can have in Jesus Christ. And how we can overcome the power of rejection. How we can tear down rejection strongholds. By experience God's love. Rejection is only overpowered by God's love and acceptance. David learned God's love for him while he was rejected by others. You see, the time that David spent shepherding the flock of his father, it was not a lost time for him. He knew that God was in control. And he experienced God. The beautiful psalm that we know. The Lord is my shepherd. Psalm 23. I believe that David was inspired because of the years that he spent shepherding the flock of his father. The strength that he had as a great man of war, he gained through battling with lions and birds. You see, he reinvented. The rejection and something positive that he brought when he became the king of Israel. When you trust God and you learn in those low moments to trust God. Wherever the enemy is planning to be an obstacle and a stop sign in your life. He will change in a blessing. And if we hear David's heart through the Psalms. We understand this experience that he had. That's why I encourage sometimes people to read and meditate on the Psalms. David in Psalm 27, verse 7 Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, Seek my face. My heart says to you, Your face, Lord, I seek. I'd not Your face from me. Turn not your servant away in hunger, or you who have been my help. Cast me not off. Forsake me not, O God of my salvation. For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. You see, David knew that God had a plan for his life. David knew that God. Called him even before he was born. And though his birth was already a sign of rejection, he trusted God. He knew that it was not an accident. God had a plan. And again, David in Psalm 139, from verse 13 to 16, he expressed those feelings. For you formed my inward parts. You see, it's not referring to mother and father, but you, God. For you formed my inward parts. You connected me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderful made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. You see, he was repeating to himself thinks that we're bringing back his soul to God and not to abide on the words of rejection that mother and father and brothers and, and maybe other people in the community of Bethlehem were putting on his life as an outcast. He knew that God formed in him. He knew that even before he was born, was part of the plan of God. And my brothers and sisters and friends today, Whatever happens to your life, focus on God's plan for you. Focus on what God made for you. He's the one that created you. You are not in this world because of an accident. You have a God that created you even before you were born. And He had a plan for your life. Look at verse 15. He continues and says, My frame was not hidden from you. When I was being made in secret, intricately vowed in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed substance. In your book were written, every one of them, the days that were formed for me. When as yet there was none one of them. What a wonderful passage of the scripture. I love to connect Psalms with the episode of Life of David. And understanding how deep those words are coming out from his soul to give praise to God. And you know, I strongly believe that David wrote these words thinking all, all the time that he was rejected and abandoned and being signed as an outcast. David also was aware of his sinful nature. David understood That to have the heart of God will have been recognizing the sinful nature that he had. And God says that he was a bloody man. was A misuse of the power that God has given to him in managing the affair of the kingdom and his family. You know, when we look at David, he was not a very nice man as often we depict him. No, he was a bloody man. He killed. It was a murder. It was an adulteress. He planned a plot in different ways. He had a lot of uh, uh, vengeance in his heart. But nevertheless, he recognized those sins and he brought them to God. Even when he committed adultery before God, he understood again that the greatest rejection, though insisted and resisted to the voice of the prophet Nathan, was being cast off from the presence of God and that's why you repented and Psalm 51 is the beautiful example of that repented heart Psalm 32 is the example of the joy of being restored in the presence of God in Psalm 51 verse 11 12 there are this amazing words that he wrote David repented before God to say cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. David repented because he knew that the rejection that he was experiencing was uh, not like the one that he experienced before. God, don't cast me off. God, do not reject me from your presence. But give me the joy of salvation. Restore in me a willing spirit oh God. Is not wonderful that word that comes to us this morning. That though we may be rejected by men. Although ourself, we inflicted our self, self-rejection because of a rebellion towards God. We can trust God. We can count on His forgiveness. You see, like David, we can be free of rejection and insecurities. We can be set free from that. God's plan for us is always redemptive. Even when the Holy Spirit comes and convicted you, convicted me of something wrong, He doesn't come to put us down. He said, this is what you have done, but I have a, a way out. And it's the grace of God. Is the love of Jesus. Is the blood of Jesus. Is the body of Christ that was broken for you and I. This morning, we will celebrate communion. And the elements of the bread and wine are reminding us that we have a redemption. We have a Lord that died on the cross for our sins, for our transgression. And a way out was given to us. You see, God desires that we walk in the fullness of sonships. You know, it's important that we understand that if we believe in Jesus, doesn't matter if other people have rejected us, we can be truly recognized as children of God. The first chapter of the Gospel of John, verse 12, says, But to all who did receive him, and is referring to Christ, Who believed in His name. He gave the right to become children of God. Doesn't matter if the world despises you. You are a child of God. You have been bought by the blood of Jesus. Your sins have been forgiven. Your fears. Your insecurities. The oppression of the enemy has been broken by the blood of Jesus. And you can walk in newness of life. Every person who comes to Jesus this morning won't be rejected anymore by the Heavenly Father. Doesn't matter if men despise you, God can welcome you back. Hallelujah. Our Heavenly Father knows and loves each one of us. He knows our heart. And though we may fail in our lives, like David did many times, if we repent, and we go with a sincere, a repentant heart, God will welcome us back. There is a beautiful picture of the prodigal son that goes back in the house of the father. He thinks, reflects about his life and said, I'm not ready to be called anymore son of yours. And when he was feeling down and self-destroyed by the sinful nature that he had, the father welcomed him. The father said, Let's put a new clothes, put the ring that was a sign of noblesse, and uh, let's celebrate because this son was lost and now has been found. That's what God does in our lives. And you see, I like the parent. Or coaches in sports. Or teachers in school. That they may have rejected us. Because maybe we cannot perform in the way that they want. God will never base love for us on our performance. He bases his love for us on the heart. David was not performing as Eliab, Oshama, or Abinadab. His older brother. But God knew his heart. And maybe this morning, some of us will feel that we are not performing. I'm not a label. But God loves your heart. God loves your heart. And if you are in synchrony with His love, God will give you His blessing. We need to seek revelation by the power of the Holy Spirit this morning. To identify it. Those feelings of rejection that have been there many for many, many years. and have been rooted in the heart. We are not able to remove our own strength. But believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. And by the power of the Holy Spirit, by the power of the blood of Jesus, you can dismantle all those feelings of rejection. All those walls of rejection. We are standing on the power of Christ. Isaiah 10, 27 says, and in that day, his burden will depart from your shoulder. And his yoke from your neck. And the yoke will be broken because of the fat. The King James Version say, because of the anointing. Because of the anointing, you will be able to break the yoke around your neck. You see, believing and applying God's word in your life will set you free. Believe in the word of God this morning. Don't dwell. Don't dwell on those feelings of rejection. Though my father and mother will forsake me. The Lord will take me in. Maybe somebody this morning. These are my final application. Need to come back home. Need to dismantle those strongholds of rejection. Don't let the past experience of rejection Determine the freedom of your future in Christ. Take authority in Jesus' name. You may have come today in this place feeling unappreciated, neglected, underestimated. Longing for someone to care for you. Maybe here you come hoping that somebody will talk to you or smile to you. And you never experienced something like that. You know, I want you to know that you are in good company. Jesus is described as a man familiar with uh, rejection and sorrow. And in Christ, we are accepted, not rejected. We are accepted. Don't believe that whatever you have done in the past could stop the love of God in your life. The blood of Jesus can cleanse us from all our iniquities, from all our sins, from all our feelings of rejection. Accept the truth that God can heal your past hurts. Psalm 147, verse 3, again, David speaks and he says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. God can heal you, your broken heart. God can bind up your wounds. I can't. Other people can't. But God can. Believe in Him. His love is enduring forever. His power is forever. And today the power of Christ is in us. Because the finished work of the cross on Calvary. Know that your worth and values comes not from Others, but from God alone. Other people can neglect you, can reject you. But your worth is given by what God thinks about you. And David understood that. And I pray this morning that all of us, while we approaching the communion table, may God bless us. May the Holy Spirit lead our lives to trust Him more and more every single day. Amen. Can we pray? Father, we come to you. We recognize your amazing unfailing love for our lives. I thank you, Lord. Because though we may experience, or we have may experienced rejection in our lives. The blood of Jesus. The power of the Holy Spirit. Are able to destroy and tear down all the strongholds of rejection that the enemy has brought in our life. Father, if today there is somebody in our midst that is struggling with that, I pray in Jesus' name that you open our mind and our heart to receive freedom. Freedom in Jesus' name. Freedom from the pastors, Freedom from the prison of rejection. We ask you this, oh Father, believing in the power of the gospel, believing in your word. To you, we lift up our prayers in Jesus' wonderful name and in all the people God says, Amen. Amen. Amen.